Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes podcast. It is Monday, May 16th. Heat wave, baby. Summer is here all of a sudden in Chicago. I don't know where you're at, but we're in Chicago area. It was a cold, long, cold winter, cold spring. I don't even know when spring happened. All of a sudden, it got really hot, but I think this next upcoming week is supposed to be pretty normal for us, which is in like the 70s, which is awesome. We waited for it. It's here. Yes, I got a nice sunburn. I opened my pool up last week. So the golf season's in full swing. Can't complain. Life is good. So today I want to tell a story that somebody told me a really long time ago. And I think it's it's relatable to what we do as leaders in our dental practices. So I'm just going to go into it. So there once was this breakfast restaurant, like one of those places that it was only open for breakfast and lunch. They weren't open for dinner. And the owner had this vision that she was going to have a, a clean, tidy Everything was organized. It was all about presentation. It wasn't like the breakfast places where there's coffee spilt on the table and the floors are a mess. Everything had to be clean. Everything was orderly. And one of the things that was important to her was that the buttercups were fully stocked and stacked on the table. You know, those little like buttercups, they have the butter in them, you peel off the top. So those had to be stacked in the little pyramid and they always had to be fully stacked. There couldn't be a few missing. So if a customer took some, you had to restock those. All right. So there was this waitress and she worked there. And she always provided great customer service. Her customers always left a big tip. And what had started happening is the customers started requesting her because they loved the service that she provided. And it was part of the experience of going to the restaurant. But she eventually got very busy and busy as more and more customers started requesting her. And she started forgetting to stack her buttercups. And the owner pulls her aside and says, hey, you know, this is all about presentation. Every little thing matters. You know, it's really important to me that you stack the buttercups, that all the buttercups are there. And she said, I understand. I'm just really busy. Okay, I'll do better. But then she kept forgetting to do it. She kept getting busy and be like, you know, that's not important. So she didn't do it. But then the owner thought it was important. So the owner takes her side, says, hey, I don't know what the problem is. Why can't you do this? This is important to me. This is important to what our restaurant is. It's important to our brand. You need to stack the buttercups. Even though her customers were having a great experience, they kept requesting her. So then again, she did it again, and she was reprimanded. And then she started resenting the owner because she always was coming down on her for not stacking the buttercups. So, you know, eventually she quit. She said, I can't do this anymore. I can't handle this micromanagement. What is it with the buttercups? And then the customers were upset that she wasn't there anymore. So they stopped going because the experience just wasn't the same. The restaurant lost revenue without her there. And it was all because she didn't stack the buttercups. But the new servers that came in there, you know, the people that replaced her, yeah, they, they stacked the buttercups, but it just wasn't the same. They lost revenue. So I want to talk about non-negotiables today because they're important in leadership and they're important in how we, how we organize and present our practice to our team as well as to the patients. But in this example, the non-negotiable for the owner was the buttercups. If you don't stack the buttercups, you don't stock and stack them, you can't work here. So the issue is that like the buttercups weren't obviously, they were not part of the success of the restaurant. It was the service. It was the food. It was all those other things. But why so set on the buttercups? And I see this often with offices is that we put too much emphasis on buttercups and not enough on the stuff that matters. Now, we need non-negotiables because, I mean, they set expectations. They allow us to decide and communicate what's important for our offices and to our team. It allows us to hold people accountable, hold them up to a standard. But there is a finite amount of things that we can control. And we only have so many things that can be a non-negotiable at our offices. So are we picking the correct non-negotiables? Are we picking the correct buttercups? So as leaders, we never really want to micromanage, but we need to realize that there's a difference between micromanaging and undermanaging. 
under management is when we we're really not clear about the non-negotiables. You know, we're, we're just, there's no standards. There's no expectations. All this stuff is kind of fluid. Whereas micromanagement is almost when we have too many non-negotiables and we're holding people accountable to them. So whereas in that under management, there's no accountability because there's nothing to hold accountable to because it's not being presented. But then the other, on the other end of the spectrum, we have the micromanagement. Everything is important, every little thing. And we have to hold people accountable on every little thing. So our job as the leaders is to find that middle ground. We got to find that place in the middle where we're not under managing, but we don't want to be micromanaging. So we have to be clear about our goals, our processes. And something that I think is so important as leaders is when we have these goals and processes, we have to be clear about why we are doing it. So for example, let's take an office that's trying to implement pre-collecting to schedule. We do this at our office. We pre-collect to schedule the doctor time. Now people always ask, do you pre-collect the whole thing? We try to pre-collect the whole entire balance when we schedule appointment to be with the doctor. Now, if we can't, we do half of the balance. That's our like ace in the hole. If they can't do half the balance, we tell them to call when they're ready. And that's not negotiable at our office. You cannot do that. So what is the goal of this process? Let's always think about that when we're presenting something to the team. Our goal is that people show up. You know, then we don't have to waste time balance chasing if they don't pay. We don't have to waste time for people that will schedule an appointment and not show up because they're not really committed to getting treatment. We, we ensure that we see people that are committed to getting the treatment. And the people that aren't really ready, they don't schedule because they don't want to put that prepayment down. So if we create the rules and protocol and explain them to the team, there should be no issues, right? Wrong. We know there's going to be issues because people are human and sometimes people don't feel like following the protocols. But this is where we hold people accountable. We have to verify and we have to correct them. So if somebody doesn't take the payment and they schedule an appointment, we go to that person and we first we verify the understanding of the process and the why behind it, okay? Do you understand what our protocol is? Do you understand why it's important for the office? And then we ask, tell me what happened. Tell me why you didn't do this. You know, was it something that we just, we forgot about it? Was it something that we don't really agree with the policy? Is it something that it's, it's uncomfortable, that we don't have the verbiage skills? We, don't, we need, don't know what to say. Does something need to be changed or refined with this process? Could this possibly be a buttercup that's not worth stacking? Could this be something that we're really focusing on as an owner that's really not that important? All right, so we, is this a non-negotiable? We need to think about that. We talk those things through with our employee. And if it is a non-negotiable and the person forgot or they didn't feel like doing it, we need to figure out a remedy. In this case, when I'm coaching my clients and we're talking about this, and this is how we did it in my office, is it's that person that didn't take that payment is going to call that patient and take a payment over the phone. And if they can't take that payment over the phone, that patient needs to be rescheduled. And if they want to reschedule, they have to take the payment. And this is an uncomfortable phone call because we should have done it at the office when we scheduled the appointment, but we didn't. So this is the remedy. This is holding people accountable. Now, same thing when we're trying to implement block scheduling. Often we'll have team members that will accommodate a patient and put an appointment where it doesn't belong. And they're just doing what the patients want. The patient wants to come in at this time. It doesn't really work in our schedule. But when we see that, we have to go find that person and we have to ask them the understanding, ask if they understand why why this is important at the office, if they understand the policy, why we're doing it, and then ask what happened. After that, they need to reschedule that patient in a block that is appropriate for that procedure. So this is the accountability aspect that I see that is just lacking in a lot of offices. Either there's, there's no accountability or there's, there's too much accountability. So that's that un, under management and, and micromanagement. So we can't create accountability around too many issues because that's like the buttercup example with the restaurant. 
But at the same time, we need to figure out what's important and what's non-negotiable and what we are going to enforce and hold the team accountable for. Because somebody has to hold them accountable. There has to be an audit. There has to be checking. There has to be verification that things are being done the way that you want. And we have to make sure that our team has the training that they need. So I want you to ask yourself, when you're implementing new things, what is the non-negotiable? How can you communicate that to the team? And I want to remind you that you need to audit and verify these things. Because if you don't make them important to you, they're not going to be important to the team. So when you see something that isn't being done to your standard, the way that you agreed with on your team, the way that you agreed with your team about, then you need to address it as soon as you see it. Because if they're important to you, they'll be important to the team. So I want you to decide what your non-negotiables are and hold your team accountable. And if you're getting pushback, decide whether it's not important. Maybe it is, isn't that big of a deal. Maybe the goal is still being completed and doesn't need to be done this way. Maybe it's just like a buttercup. Maybe it's a hill not, not worth dying on. So look at all these things because you only have a finite amount of things that you can really enforce and control. All right. I hope everyone is having a great week. I hope you're shaping up a nice May. Summer is practically here. We're almost there. So get out there. Enjoy it with the people that you love. 